Business is brought to you by Audible.com. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig and I'm Allison and we're Married with a Business. We're here to share tips, tricks, stories, a little bit what it's like to be a married couple that owns and operates a business together just like you and I do. Yep, just like us. Just like us. So Craig, how's everything been going? You know what? It's been the last two weekends have been some of the best weekends I've had in a while. Wow. I don't want to get off my butt, though. Yeah, but it's been nice. We actually haven't had a lot planned on the weekends. Woohoo! So we've gotten some stuff done around the house. We've been able to work on our kids' treehouse a little bit. We were able to do some, like, yard work, taking down some tree. I cut down some trees, and we cleaned the mulch area by our fence. But we both got poison ivy. <laughs> we both got poison ivy. I still don't know how I got poison ivy on the back of my neck. I don't know. It's 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 a it's a conundrum. It's uh it's but it's getting better. It's not as itchy now. It's starting to clear up after like uh, two weeks. We are always interesting to ha- have what's going on. Yeah, listen, it's never not an adventure. It's always an adventure. It's always an adventure. Always an adventure. As long as we look at it that way, everyone else will too. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, so it's been nice to actually get some stuff done the last two weeks around our house. I feel like we've neglected our house for the last six months. And so it's been nice to spend some time focusing on it. Yeah. So one of the things I want to talk about today is I have so many, what I call special projects, which is all these like visionary things that I'm working on for the business, um, that I don't know what to do with myself. But one of the things that is on this list is our production manager has um, agreed to get some coaching and he's in a mastermind group and the group said, Hey, it would be a good idea if you worked with a coach. So I've been doing research and trying to figure out what's the best way to go. And I've talked to a bunch of people and we brought it up at our, at our mastermind, our advisory group the other day, and we had a really insightful conversation about it. So I thought this might be a good place to kind of talk about supporting your other leaders in, in the workplace and some things that, we talked about and things that came to light about that. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. You know, kind of our arc as business owners is, you know, that we started off and it was your dad's company and it was just your dad. And he was, you know, everything, the president, the CEO, the COO, the treasurer, all the way down to the guy that pounded nails. So he did everything. So there was a leader in the company. And then you and I came on and we started to try to grow and change the company. And so leadership as a whole for our company started to change as we grew. Yeah, and I think for a long time, you and I talked about how we had this leadership and information bush and it was me in the middle and everybody else around me. And I think in the last two years, we've really been trying to make more of like an organizational chart and people lead their own departments. And as you and I have taken on the leadership journey on how to be a better leader, we are now pulling our teammates with us to do it alongside us because and make them a better leader and kind of have this push down. Because if you and I know what we're doing and then Mark knows what he's doing, we can push it down to all of our leaders and future leaders. And I think as, you know, a married couple that own and operate a business together, working on, you know, on ourselves, it's easy for you and I to be sort of the hub of everything and to be the leaders um, because everybody looks to us and there were two of us and it was kind of natural, but it's been a, a lot of hard work and I think it's paying off that we've helped our production manager, Mark, move more and more into a leadership role where 
people aren't jumping him to come to us to ask for things or to get support. You know, now we've got a lot of his direct reports that are actually going to him and it allows him to be more of a leader. And I think that's one of the things that you have to remember sometimes, especially when you're a husband and wife and you're running a business. And even if you're by yourself, like don't don't allow, you know, let your let your key people be leaders. Yeah, I think that getting him into a mastermind group with similar people who are in similar roles to him has really expanded his vision of what a leader is and um, made him understand that there's producers and then there's leaders who help the production happen. And he has had to make this transition from being someone who's in the field producing really well and being good with people to then supporting those people. Um, Craig, tell us a little bit about how you made that transition. Well, it was really interesting because when I came into the company, you had already been working there for a few years. I, I came in originally as, you know, a helper in the field. And I was low man on totem pole for a few years and I slowly worked my way up. I think one of the challenges I had was, is that everybody looked at me and they were like, well, you're Allison's husband. You're, you're just, you're, you're the boss, you know? And I think part of it was building those relationships outside of, you know, the regular day-to-day work and talking about, well, Allison and Terry this or work that. And one thing that I think that I'm strong at compared to sometimes, don't take offense to this, you and your father as leaders, is I like to bond and rapport on things that are outside of the workspace. So I spend a lot of time talking about sports or music or whatever that person might be interested in in order to to, to bond and rapport and let them feel like I'm not just their boss, that I'm also an equal in a lot of ways, that we like the same things or we do the same things. What do you think has been your biggest log jam or head trash in becoming a leader? I, I sometimes, as a high eye, as a person who is always trying to please people, I think sometimes it's hard for me to do the whole reprimand or, you know, uh, con- I like to think of it more as constructive criticism on if you're not doing something right or you need to be told not to do something. I, I I'm not... I'm not very good at that portion of being a leader. Having those uncomfortable conversations? Yes. Well, and and good news for you, almost nobody likes to have uncomfortable conversations. Right, right. And yes, that's absolutely true. I think one of the things that as we've been going through this leadership journey and we've worked with, uh, you know, the Entree Leadership Group for the last few years, you know, we've definitely had stepping stones. And for me, in the last year, I have taken off a lot of the tactical implementer work and been able to delegate that out. And now I'm moving more into what I feel like is a more of a true leadership role. Um, things that w- I'm now seeing that we need to address in a, as our company is setting those um, KPIs. How do people know that they're doing a good job? How we need to sit down and for everybody's role, set some very concrete metrics that we can look at on a dashboard every week or every six months that are quantitative. Like, are they yes or no? Did we do? this? Did you get to this level? Um, So one of the things we have talked about was, okay, how do we know we're doing a good job? How to, as a company or in each person's role and making a dashboard, is it you attended three networking meetings a month? Yes or no? Did you get it done? Um, That you met with three team members this week or this month? Um, you know, even simple things down to how many daily logs are being entered. If we're hitting our 
what we think our minimum daily logs are, then our communication is better because the information is flowing, right? right. So if we say we need you need to enter a minimum of 10 good daily logs a week and you're entering three, then people aren't getting the communication. Yeah, you know, we've talked about it before, like smart goals or setting goal, KPIs, like having something that has a metrics to it. Yeah, but I think it really needs to be short, even in the short term. What can I look at every week to see, am I getting these things done? Am I hitting success? We talk about setting um, a big three goal every week. If I do these three things, you know, I'm moving forward in my job. So I think that that's something that we really need to look at for everybody's role, especially our key leaders. And and do you think, you know, I'll use the example right now of, you know, we're ta- we have a thing in our business called daily logs and, and our field staff are supposed to put in these notes. Everyone is. Everyone's supposed to, but primarily the field staff working on the job are supposed to put in notes every day about what they did at the job or what got done. And so we are looking at that now as saying, well, that's one of your key performance indicators. That's one of the the, the, the metrics that we're going to use. Like, did you only do one last week or did you only do three this quarter or whatever it might be? Right. And for us, if the if everyone's not seeing those, information's not getting shared to the right people. And so it's a matter of getting getting everybody the information they need in a timely manner. When we talk about what does success look like, I think we need to when we're doing our check-ins with people, we need to have that conversation regularly um, because we they we need to talk about whose life do you impact when you're doing your job well or when you're doing your job poorly because I think that we all sometimes need to know that what we're doing matters. You know, even the simple things like if people don't get me their receipts timely, it makes my life so much harder. And if I can you know, reinforce the fact that, hey, you did a great job. I got all of those things. I really appreciate it. It makes my life easier. You know, there's a better connection. So going back to supporting, you know, our our leaders in our in our in our company, what are some things that, you know, we have done? What 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 are we doing helping Mark and our crew to be better leaders to start growing. I know we've talked about putting Mark in a mastermind. Like what from a uh, from our standpoint, when we're being Mark's leader, what are we doing to help him, you know, on a weekly basis check off those things for him being a leader? Well, we started doing a regular or supposed to be mm-hmm. a regular manager check-in meeting, but I but we just talked about how I didn't feel like they were being productive. Right. We were doing them, but I don't feel like they were being, they were good meetings. So one of the. And what, and sorry to interrupt, but what, what was the problem? What was making it not a good meeting in your mind? We just kind of came in and talked and I'd say, what's working? What, what do you get a problem with? And that there was no structure or function or time limit to the meeting. So we just sit there and talk and then we'd rehash and we chat and we'd talk about things that were going on, which is good, but I don't think that they were productive in terms of like, okay, here's where we stand. Here's how we, what what's working, what's not, where we stand with goals. What do we need to do in the next week? Right. Um, so we talked about really kind of putting together a written agenda for that weekly meeting so that we're always hitting the same things and we know how to prepare and, um, we actually talk about the things that we need to get talked about to move forward with leadership or problems or anything that has come up in the last week that we can help advise him on how to be a 
lead those his team members. And so in creating or starting to create this, because, I mean, full transparency here, we've not even done a full meeting kind of following. I know the last meeting, you we kind of followed it. You kind of kept us on it. But we were trying to implement this more and more. Right. And it kind of goes along with the traction stuff that we've talked about in the past. We've inherently, through all the, the things we've learned, done some of these things, but not in one organized manner so it's kind of like taking all these little things we've talked about and put it into an organized manner yeah and i think one of the things that you know as business owners we've been taught all of these things about being leaders and we've read all these leadership books and all of that one thing i i think that is new for me looking at being a leader or helping our leaders in our company is the structure portion of it. Like we think about our weekly production meeting. Well, that has structure. It has an agenda. We follow the agenda. And, you know, and we look at when you and I have business meetings about whatever, budgets or all of those generally have structure. We've never really thought about having structure in these like in in a leadership kind of position. Right. And I think that as I was developing I was always kind of taught that leadership and this stuff is all just the touchy-feely stuff you need to get to the brass tacks the production things and if we're going to build a better team I think that it's not quite as fluffy it's 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 important and it needs to be time needs to be carved out to make those connections and to set clear expectations and give a real good path for success. Well, I think it's going back to what I said at the at the beginning, like my idea of leadership when I was taking over the production management role, you know, 15 years ago, it was to bond and rapport and become buddy buddy with some of these people. And that's important. Like don't 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 diminish that at all. You still need to have uh, a certain amount of rapport with with your team, but I think the other portion of it too is also to be able to have good constructive conversations with your team about things that are challenges or goals or things that are, you know, going well or not going well, and for that not to have to be an uncomfortable conversation. And I think, you know, putting the KPIs to that, having a metrics, you know, and saying, okay, well, your goal for this week is X. And if you don't hit that goal, we need to talk about it and say, what can we do to help you hit that goal? Well, and it takes the feeling out of it it takes the oh he's being mean to me because if we make things quantifiable it's not you don't like me so you're picking on me it's a this is the basic that we need to do numbers wise did we do it or did we not and and i think that as we're going through this because i mean and this is the thing about uh, this is the one good thing about being a business owner and doing this podcast and all the things that we've done like i feel like it's kind of fun to still be at this phase. We have a successful business. We're real happy, but we're also still learning and things are still changing a lot. I feel like as good as we are or we try to be, there's always something new to do or fix or learn. Or I have this quote that I have up on my board uh, at work that I look at all the time, and it's tenacity defeats complacency. And I like that concept of like, if you, as long as you're tenacious, tenacious and you're trying to get better and you're trying to learn and you're trying to change or make systems that you already have better, then you're going to continue to move forward and grow. The day that you become complacent and say, well, I, this is how I do it. This is how it happens. This is how I've always done it. That's when it, it, it creeps up on you and it gets you. Yeah, I mean, you don't get anywhere just by showing up and breathing, right? You've got to, you've got to keep moving yourself forward. And you know, I tell, we tell that to our team. Just because you're here and breathing doesn't mean you're contributing and you're helping solve the problem. And at the end of the day, our 
clients in our homeowners come to us because they have a pain. They may not be a physical pain. Sometimes it might be. We might be doing a project because you've literally been in pain. But to help solve an emotional pain and help them feel heard and understood and make their day-to-day surroundings better. And it's the same with your employees as well. Like they have a pain as well. And to try to understand their pain and help them through that and to make them, because it's, you know, I think sometimes as business owners, we think it's just about money. Like we go, oh, well, they just want to raise or they just want that. It's not always that. It's about, maybe it's about happiness. Maybe it's about, you know, working with people that they like, or maybe it's about doing something that they like. So I think having that understanding is important. And it's important in a lot of ways. It's important for their mental health and your mental health. It's important for how hard they work and how much they produce for you. So it's not all just touchy feely at the end of the day. Like that's where we talk about and you see that in traction. Like at the end of the day, it's also about measurable metrics that, you know, can help you succeed and grow in the end. Yeah. And I think that that's one of our next big things to help our leaders grow is to help set clear metrics for everybody. Um, top down to be looking at. And Allison, there's a lot of great resources out there for learning to be a better leader or leadership skills. Uh, what are some things that you've listened to or read? Um, so I've been listening to a bunch of Patrick Lencioni books right now, and he's got a good podcast that you can listen to that, you know, keeps those kind of leadership things top of mind. The Leadership Freak blog is good. Um, and, you know, being in a mastermind group, Entree Leadership and their podcast is always a good thing for me right now. Clearly, I'm big into podcasts. Yeah, and and Patrick Lencioni is great. I mean, I think he has a podcast. He's got a you know, like you said, a ton of a ton of books. And one of the books that he has, I, I actually just downloaded today at Audible.com. The Motive. Oh, I'm also listening to The Motive right now. And so uh, I just started it, but uh, it was recommended to us from our mastermind group. Yeah, when we were having this conversation about how do we support our leaders. And it kind of, it's really good because it's kind of a conversation between two leaders. Um, one who has gone through the transition of becoming a better leader and one who is just starting. And it talks about their true motivation for leading. Why are they in the position that they're in? And how do they honestly assess themselves and how do you avoid pitfalls that stifle organizations and hurt people that we're meant to serve? And I really like Patrick Lencioni's stuff. He's super straightforward. It's it's usually a pretty good read. And actually, if you can download it now on Audible, I think it's only like a two-hour listen. So it's not like it's a ginormous long book. And on top of all of that, you can get a free 30 days of Audible on us. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. And sign up. You get free 30 days. You can listen to The Motive by Patrick Lencioni or a million other books that are out there. So definitely check it out. Uh, go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. Well, Allison, what are some action items people can have this week You know, to, to maybe get a good jumping off point for helping their leaders, uh, supporting their leaders in their companies? I think talking to them about what does success look like is is a is a good jumping off place. Okay, what what do we need to look like? What does leadership mean to us? Um, and then setting some clear metrics and KPIs about okay, these are the things we need to do moving forward that we can track regularly that 
helps us have those conversations or that will help us track our logs and our communication and those kind of things. I think those are two kind of good things to try and do this week is sit down and think about what does success look like for us and how are we going to measure that? Yeah. And don't be old school. Like, don't think that leadership is all touchy feely, you know, oh, I hope everything's okay. Leadership is about leading. Well, and it's not also, it's not that it's like, I don't have time to lead. Everything you do is, is leadership. Every conversation you have, and it's just about how, how are you doing that? And how are you building up the people around you. Definitely, definitely. Well, listen, everybody, thanks for listening this week. Don't forget, you can find us online. Be a follower, be a listener. Look for us. We're on Instagram and Twitter at BizMarried. You can also search for us on Facebook, Married with a Business. And if you have something you want to share with us, let us know. Send us an email or hit us up in the comments section of our social media. We just love to hear from our listeners. So uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at BizMarried. And remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage, because we're married with a business.